forever. Dog. Hi, Anna. Hi, Andrew. And hey, everybody else. And welcome to our podcast. Scary Scary Stories stories to to Tell tell on the Pod. pod. It is a chatty comedy podcast about spooky, ghostly, dusty things. And we are two silly old comedians talking about things that go who in the night. And things that go, I'm sorry, in the day. (laughs) I love a ghost that apologizes the next day. I'm so, I know you caught me in a bad moment last night when I was rattling the chains. It's just, it's been a hell of a day at the ghost office. Hey, so sorry you caught that. That wasn't about you. That was (laughs) totally me. Okay. I'll stop shattering the mirrors. Sorry I popped open all the bottles in your house and poured them out in the drain. I was really hungry. (laughs) Yeah, ghosts are roommates and we all know this. They are. Um, Andrew, how are you... Like, we're we're in the after of Halloween, okay? Yes, and that's the truth. We're sort of not talking about it. But I would say November is, like, probably the ghostiest month, right? I think so. I think because it's kind of like the party's over, and now the ghosts are coming out, you know? Yes. We've it's done sort the of like how people say that, like, St. Patrick's Day is for amateurs. Like, yes. If yes. you're real, you're drinking green beer in July, you know? <laughs> I can't um, imagine anything more off-putting than seeing someone like in the thick of August drinking a green beer. Yeah, but I, I mean, I'm looking at the tree outside my window and it's like completely skeletal with uh, some little shrivy little raisin leaves. I love that. Just little and they're like twitching in the wind. And I'm like, that's way scarier than a tree full of leaves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Again, it, uh, October is very often about the beauty And um, November is like, oh, winter is fully approaching. Yeah. November is a cemetery. November is a cemetery. November. About that. Um, Well, Andrew, um, we are doing another one of our listener campfire tales. And now it's it's cold enough that we need the the campfire to keep warm. I love that. Unless you're in the Southern Hemisphere, I don't mean to be a Northern exclusionist. Well, I Um, mean, I think people still have fires. It must get a little chilly when the sun goes down. Yeah, I guess like all our Australian listeners are having sort of cool like beach fires. Oh, beach fires, right. Or I don't – I guess you're not supposed to have fires in Australia. I I don't know. But I do think a beach fire to me is the sexiest version of a fire. It definitely implies someone's playing guitar. Someone's like shaking their hips around. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exposed legs but big sweaters. That's kind of how I think about it. Exactly. Exactly. They're all about that. A big <laughs> loose sweater, teeny little shorts. Now we um, know. Well, if, and if you're in a cold climb and you're like me, just sort of head to toe in layers and looking like you're going camping, but it's just, it's just what you're dealing with on the day to day. Let's build a little campfire and read one of our, our listener submitted tales. You can send them to scarystorypod at gmail.com if you have a first, second, third, or fourth hand scary story. We Something love happened to you, someone else, or, you know, a community, a town. That's right. I mean, it animal. can be something you even saw on TV. You know, whatever whatever it is that you have a connection to, we'll take it. it email doesn't cost money, you know? <laughs> Which it used to. Remember that? Did your My parents were paying for AOL up until like two years ago. I, oh, my God. Yes, they were. Oh, my God. 
It's so Please crazy. write in if you're still paying for AOL. I would <laughs> love to. You don't have to, everybody. Let your grandparents know. I think they want to. I think let them. Mm. It makes them feel like, well, I'm getting better service. My emails go much faster. <laughs> I can afford it. <laughs> well, look, this email, I'm so excited to read to you all. This is from a listener, Jamie. And the subject line, it couldn't be denied. It had to be read. Okay. Oh is everyone ready? Yes. The subject line is, that baby has no face. Perfect subject line. My Iconic. God. Iconic. Hello, Anna, Andrew, Ladybird, husbands and boyfriends of the pod. Wow. Thank you. Correct order. I've been catching up on the pod after neglecting all forms of life during lockdown. <gasps> what? I'm glad. Well, I'm glad you're back. I'm emailing from London after moving over from Ireland. So thank you both for entertaining me while I'm spooked in a new place. Wow. Oh Spooky goodness. move. Spooky move. London, spooky place. Mm -hmm. As I'm sure you're both aware, Ireland is a, is the hangout spot for ghost schools and strange mythological creatures. Correct? It really is. So yeah. naturally, I grew up hearing so many stories about them. <laughs> oh my God, there's like a ghost in my nose. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, God bless Jesus, again. No, no apologies. Them? Listen, you're getting it I out, never, and I think that's good. I feel like I feel like there's a thousand more up there. Oh I God. have had this experience, Anna. I think a lot of our gentle listeners can commiserate. And it is meaningful to see someone, you know, expose this for what it is. You know, there's not enough sneeze representation in the media. There's like a deep tickle way up in my brain. <laughs> oh, my God. What's going to happen to me, Andrew? I'm scared. <laughs> a deep ghost I'm tickle. I'm so scared. <laughs> Oh my god! I, it, like right now, it's fine, but I know that once I start reading the email again, I'm gonna have to sneeze. This is a haunted email. This one, it it's this gonna email fight. Didn't, it didn't need a gimmick. We didn't need a gimmick. The email was gonna be good on its own. I feel bad that this is now a part of it, but I think there's kind of no turning back. Well, our last episode was all about ghostly sense, Anna. Well, there you go. This is this is Nose Week here at Scary Stories Tell the Pod. <laughs> Welcome to Nose Week. This is episode two. If you didn't hear the first episode of Nose Week, you have to go back. This is a Nothing time we're saying. honored tradition here on the pod. This is the 8,679th annual Nose Week. <laughs> You have to go. It will not. Nothing we say will mean anything to you unless you listen to the first. Well, Anna, one. have you tried the elephant trick? Where when you're about to sneeze, you say elephant, 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 and then very often you don't have to sneeze. I've never tried that, but let's see how this goes. And okay. if I feel a sneeze coming on, I'll do it. Great. Okay. All right. Um. Okay. As I'm sure you're both aware, Ireland is the hangout spot for ghost schools and strange mythological creatures. So naturally, I grew up hearing so many stories about them. The one that has stuck with me the most almost certainly did not happen. <laughs> I love this is the best. I appreciate it. But that. it was told to me as an 11-year-old by an 11-year-old. So I immediately believed every word at the time. Mm. Oh, my God. This is a story of a friend's distant cousin. So if it is true, I'm thankfully deeply disconnected from it. Guys, that. how many times have I said on this podcast that a friend's cousin is like the creme de la creme of ghost stories? Yes, that's how you hear them. That's where they come from. They're impossible to track down. I cannot tell you how many friend cousin ghost stories I love and know. Okay. Constant. We love it. My friend's cousin at the time was the youngest in a large family. Oh, what happened? You got a cousin divorced? <laughs> <laughs> My friend's cousin at the time was the youngest in a large family. She just turned one. Oh, very young. Ooh. So all the relatives came by as we all love an excuse to have an awkward family get together. The baby wasn't really interested in celebrating. 
So she was put in her bed in her room upstairs while the adults small talk downstairs. This makes She's it sound born- like the baby is played by B. Arthur. Like it's so the baby was not in the mood to socialize. It needed to be put in its bed. What's the point in a birthday party? I didn't do anything. Yeah. Ma. Yeah. I just came out. Yep. She was born around the time video baby monitors started to become widely circulated. So everyone was interested in seeing the terrible quality image of a baby in a dark room through this monitor. Yes. The night continued. I know where this is going. I'm so freaking scared. Elephant, elephant, elephant. Oh. Did it work? The the itch was on the outside of my nose, so I don't know if that was the right one. Um, Well, we'll keep trying. There we go. The night continued. And the family started to go home, leaving the parents, grandparents, and the uncle who had nowhere else to be. Great. We all have it. Yep, I might be one. (laughs) I certainly am one. (laughs) They had heard a couple of normal baby noises on the monitor throughout the night, but she hadn't woken up. As everyone still at the house cleaned up after the party, they heard the baby laugh from upstairs, but not through the baby monitor. Anna... This sucks. I can't. I'm pissed off. It's so, ah, I'm scared. I don't care if this is entirely fictional. I'm not saying it is. I don't care if it is. The fact that this detail came from an 11-year-old, whether it's real or fake, to me is scary enough because that's good storytelling. This is good storytelling. It's ghost logic. It It has to be real because who could think of that? Right. The sound goes there, but not there. This is a ghost. Horrifying, yeah. Andrew, we're dealing with a real ghost right now. <laughs> I am very impacted by this. Andrew, we have to be careful. I know. What should do we, we say a Christian prayer? We'll say a quick Christian prayer. And also maybe our podcast should be about, you know, nice furniture or something. I don't know. Maybe not ghosts. I think it's, I think it's, well, I mean, it's nose week. So we have. It is nose week. We have to keep going. <laughs> elephant, elephant, elephant. Amen. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Um, Baby laughed from upstairs, but not through the monitor. Mother picked up the video screen, but couldn't see if she was awake or not. So she went upstairs to check. She could hear the small laughter as she went up the stairs, but as she got closer, it sounded more and more like faint crying. (gasps) Uh... Oh, awful, awful, awful. Don't like that. When she got to the baby's room, she opened the door and the crying stopped immediately. And the window was open which her mother had insisted she did not leave open. The baby wasn't awake and didn't even really look like she'd moved since they put her to sleep. Yoy. Being Irish, her mother immediately assumed ghost and panicked, Mm -hmm. closed the window, and went back downstairs to tell everyone what had happened. They tried to rationalize that maybe it was neighbors, that maybe the sound was off on the monitor, and maybe she'd just forgotten to close the window. While trying to convince her mother it was not a ghost, They heard the laugh crying again. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. The uncle joined her as they... Bring an uncle. Bring... If you're doing something difficult, depending on what it is, bring an uncle. Mm -hmm. You can't go wrong. The uncle joined her as they walked up to check the baby again. But when they got to the door, it wouldn't open. (gasps) The faint crying continued as they pushed against the closed door. Eventually, they got the door to open by exploiting poor Irish architecture. Yeah. As both her and her mother opened the door again, the crying immediately stopped and the baby still hadn't moved as far as they could tell. The window was open again. I don't want this. This time, 
more than before, oh. and both curtains had blown outward, so the end sat outside the window. <laughs> I, I cannot take this, Anna. This is scary. This, like, if your inside curtain is touching the outside of the building, I have to go. That's it. Something dragged That's it out there. Scary. I don't care how wind patterns work. It ghost. That's ghost. We understand a ghost. Um, this was enough for her to... This was enough for her mother to take the baby out of the bed and leave the house. Yeah. She wasn't risking possessed babies. So they got in the car and started to drive to her grandparents' house for some kind of safety. This is the detail that I feel like my 11-year-old friend may have added for some extra spooks. As they drove, her mother looked down at her and saw that she had no face. Yeah. Parentheses. Scary. It is scary. It is. That is an 11 year old edition. Really 11 year olds are beginning to understand the facelessness equals scary. And I think I appreciate that. You get to the end of it and you're like, is this enough? And then you yeah. like add that. Wow. Anyway, wow. that baby has grown to be a well-adjusted human woman and has since gained back her face. So who knows? I like that. <laughs> Regardless of whether or not it has any truth to it. It's scared. It scarred me for years. And I hope you found it to be any level of interest Again, thank you guys for keeping me company through public transport. Get out. Jamie, he, him. Jamie. Jamie, This is really good. This rules, Jamie. Wow. I'm rocked by your story. This is is a great example of when a story – it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the reality of a story or not. You know, maybe this did happen. Maybe an element of it happened. Maybe it happened exactly the way it's told. Maybe it is, you know, to some extent uh, exaggerated. It doesn't matter because it's a good story. It is a good story. Also, like, I would contend that, like, something being scary, like, if a story was told to you before and it scared you before, that's still a scary story because that's something that scared you. This one really is so good. I think it's like the introduction of technology into an old Mm -hmm. house um, with, like, one of your senses being tickled by scariness. I appreciate it. 100%. What do you think is the scariest sense, Anna? Oh, I guess eyeballs is what I was going to say. Yeah, Sight. To see things. Is Knife. Very, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. What about you, Andrew? Yeah. You know, it's, it is between sound and sight for me. I think very often when I hear something, sometimes my imagination can be so much scarier than what the reality is. Wow. Um, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I feel like very often that. I feel like a lot of my formative childhood frightening things were I was closing my eyes while my older brothers were watching something scary and I was hearing the scary thing happen. And in my head, it was oh, always yeah. so much worse. So like so like hearing um, a baby laugh transform into a distant baby cry and having no other sense to like back up what you're seeing is very scary to me. Interesting. I definitely – have the other side of that experience where I'm so grateful to not see something in the sound. I'm like, sure. (laughs) It really is the combination of sight and sound. Like when I mute a disgusting, like torture scene, it's fine. Oh, interesting. Or like a battle scene. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's like, all right, we've talked about this before. Yeah. That's a good point. I also wonder how much of it has to do with like living in the city. Yeah. We just, we hear so much stuff that we can't see. I'm used to tuning things out. I have like strong attention deficit. So oh. 
I would just tune it out. That's good. You don't have any you don't have any neighbor moments where you're like, what on earth is going on over there? Well, I definitely am like, what on earth is going on over there? I've heard them watch episodes of Succession that I have just watched and I'm oh, like, yeah. that's fine. The worst was one day after a particularly rough show, they were watching SNL and I was <gasps> like, I have to go lay down in the park. I don't oh, know where to go. Oh my God, Anna. <laughs> that must be a wild part about your line of work. <laughs> it was very sweet. It was yeah. it was nice. Most of the time they're watching like motorcycles shoot each other. I don't know <laughs> what, but um <laughs> Well, Andrew, speaking of motorcycles, what do you think this ghost was doing? Like what if you had to like figure out, okay, it's like a laughing cry, mm-hmm. gets further away, it's in the baby's room and it's opening the window. Like can you fill in the blanks and make a story for us? Yes. Okay. So here's where my head goes. Um first of all, I'm thinking fellow baby ghost. You know, maybe a little bit older, maybe a toddler ghost, um, a kid, like a, a ghost who does, hasn't had a play date in a long time, but has not yet, uh, been able to take on language. Um, and obviously this baby is only a year old, so I don't expect unless it was extraordinarily, uh, developmentally advanced. I don't think this baby would be capable of talking, but this right. is a ghost toddler who, um, is looking for someone to play with was maybe unclear that this that this living toddler baby cannot fly and the ghost toddler can. And so was potentially maybe trying to lure the baby out the window to like play and float in the sky with it. But Ooh. I'm glad that it got interrupted because, you know, sometimes baby ghosts know not what they do. That is true. Man, oh, I'm so glad that that baby didn't do that. Me too, me too. How about you, Anna? Any any thoughts on what could have been going on here? It's so funny. I didn't think it was another baby at all. I thought it was like some sort of emotionally broken adult um, who's like having a day and just like crying and laughing and losing their mind. And uh, it's just like, it's hot in here. Oh, I'm going to go hang out with the baby. That That is relatable and scary at the same time. Definitely. I mean, look, it's a problem. You don't want that. You don't want that element, you know? Anna, what do you think it is about baby's presence in – I was talking about baby as though baby is the name of the baby. What do you think about babies in general um, and their presence mm-hmm. in the horror genre? Like why are – because is it that we're so scared of them being vulnerable? Is that it? Like what makes it so scary when a baby is involved? I guess it's like a baby can't be faking that it's a ghost. Like it's kind of similar with a dog. Or a cat, like they're just kind of reacting to stuff. They have no reason to like make up a ghost and lie. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, I guess, yeah, that they're they can't communicate, so it's hard to like know what's going on, and like they don't know to be scared most of the time. Yeah, that's a good. And also, like you know, babies are vulnerable; they're little babies. Yeah, it's like we we also kind of cast ourselves as baby very often because everyone was a baby once. So it's like, oh, Oh, gosh, like that could have been me, you know? Um, Yeah. Yeah. I I, am baby. I am classically baby. Um, I guess the the other thing with this story that I'm very intrigued by is uh, scary things that happen at the end of a party or at the end of a get-together. Oh, yeah. 
Man, John Early has this short film that is one of the most – have you seen this? I forget what it's called, but it's based on a true story of something that happened to him that I won't spoil. Um, but just look up like John Early short scary film. It, it is like one of the most successful, tense, frightening uh, oh short films I've ever seen. It's really great. I can't wait to look at it. I love him. Yeah, I'm going to and... look up. I'm going to look up. I love him in the horror genre. Horror genre. It's a good combo. I know. Hold on. It's called – it's a it's a woman's name. Rachel. It's called Rachel, everybody. Uh, you can look it up on – I think it's on Vimeo. Um, yeah. It is very excellent, very spooky, and also like incredibly funny in a really great way. And the story behind it is remarkable. Wow. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Oh, it's Thank so good. for the wreck. But yeah, something about a, a party dying down and then something eerie happening at it. Um, I believe I told Katie the story last week. So general listeners, I'm sorry if, if, uh, you're hearing it twice, but it was spooky and it did impact me. <laughs> um, Anna, Chris and I were at our friend Ryan's, uh, bachelorette weekend and she rented a mm-hmm. house in Brookhaven, Long Island, uh, that's like 210 years old. And we were there Halloween weekend. It was very fun. It was like all good vibes in the house. Really, really good vibes. Um, and, uh, at dinner, um, part of the house was in complete darkness and I felt I was sitting at like this big dining room table and I felt Chris walk behind me, like a, a sort of walk behind, like you would walk behind someone familiar where like I could feel the brushing against the, my back. I could feel the impact of his like footfalls on the wood floor. But as that happened, Anna, I looked across the table and Chris was already sitting there. Um, along with virtually oh. everyone who was in the house that weekend, they were already sitting oh, at the table. No. Um, and it was like at the end of dinner and everything was kind of like lazy and nice. And it was just the right amount of fright that I like. That's too much. Too much. Wait, we have one more short story to read. Oh, great. On the subject of babies and ghosts. This is a short one. Great. And the subject line is from a listener, Mary Sella. Subject line is... Toddler playing tag with a ghost? Question mark. <laughs> love this. Bing bong. Here we go. <laughs> Hello, Anna and Andrew. I love listening to your pod all the time. I'm catching up on all the episodes since I started listening not too long ago. Well, I moved to Texas when my son was about six months old, and we lived there till he was about three years old. For a while, we lived in a house where a few creepy things happened, but I will start with a scary, funny one. My son was about two years old, and at the time, I was a stay-at-home mom, so I'd spend all day with him and my daughter. One day, he tells me he wants a snack, and while his baby sister is taking a nap, I decided to go downstairs and get him something really quick. We were in the kitchen, and I was cutting some cheddar cheese into cubes for his favorite snack, cheese and crackers. This sounds amazing. I know. I like this existence. Imagine getting a cubed cheese in your home. Yeah, that's huge. This is good parenting, Maricela. Maricela, you're an angel on this earth. A cube? (laughs) You're looking at a slice at best. The geometry of a cube in dairy form, huge. The energy of a party just in your home. Amazing. (laughs) For a child, yeah. Um, Favorite snack, cheese and crackers, while he is running around in the back saying, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. At that moment, my back was to him, so I had no clue who he was talking to. But I keep hearing him say the same thing, and I was completely feeling scared at that point. (laughs) since only him and I were downstairs. He just kept saying it. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. (gasps) I finally get the guts to turn around and ask him who the hell he was talking to. And suddenly he says, 
I'm going to get you, fly. <gasps> oh. At that moment, I felt relieved that he was just talking to a fly and not an actual ghost. Laugh, cry emoji. Thank you for reading my story, and I hope you enjoyed my scary, funny story, Maricela. Wow, Maricela. Look, you thought you were telling us a ghost story, and it was a snack story. We are <laughs> enraptured. It's we're the in best surprise imaginable. I so okay, and as soon as you said this thing about like I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you. That phrase being uttered by a child with your back turned, very scary. I don't know why. Why is that scary? It's wild. But it is. That would chill me to the bone. I guess it's like what child is going to get you or who has said that to the child. I guess it's kind of a fun thing you say to a kid. Completely, yeah. But then when they flip the script, then that's a scare. Definitely. Oh, my God. Well, thank you, Maricela. I know. these. I love love a a toddler-themed scary story episode in addition to it being Nose Week. Definitely Nose Week. And it's so fun to dip back into the pond of listener scary campfire tales. We always love it. It really is. Thank you all so much for taking the time to send these in. Yeah, keep sending them. We love them. Before we go, Anna, it's been a while, but I think it might be time for our favorite segment. Scary Scary ideas ideas for for things things that that could happen. happen. Andrew, would you like to go first or second? I think I will go first. Great. You've gotten very into painting wildlife scenes. And you're really getting into it. You're really getting good at it. In particular, you're getting good at painting ducks. The feather patterns, the bills. It's hard to get the bills right. But you're nailing it. And one day, you step away from a portrait you're working on. And you return to your portrait room and there are little webbed painted footprints on the ground leading upstairs and you follow the little painted web foot footprints and you go around the corner and you go down a dark hall and you open the door and there is a painted duck painting a portrait of you. That That could happen. This is a different sort of my fair lady. You know, you've you've made a duck. You haven't picked up a flower girl and turned her into a lady. Now the duck, the duck is the portrait artist now. Absolutely. Oh my God. Andrew, the, no one's thinking about ducks except for you, and this is no why we one, need this. Yes, the the possibilities of ducks in the horror genre are massive, and I'm tired of pretending they're not. This is an untapped market. Yep, I might have to do something. Okay, about all right, I'll go. You are at an auction <laughs> for quality timepieces uh, from the estate of Leonor. Javiva Belt contract. The evil, or not evil, just the, the mean old millionaire, billionaire who died in a train accident. And the paddles are flying. They say the bidding starts at and some amount of money. And the, everyone, the paddles are flying all day. And then one watch he holds up says we start the bidding at one soul 
and before you know what's happening, everyone in the room is looking at you because your paddle is raised. (gasps) And the auctioneer says, Sold to the lady with no head. That could happen. That could happen. And you know what? Here's the thing. There, that's a mishmash. That's a monster mash. That's a couple different scary things in one story. You have to stay on your toes. Hi, Anna. You are, you are always raising the bar time and time again, and I always appreciate it. Wow. Thank you very much. Thanks for seeing me. Auction oh, horror. Shook out. Auction horror. Horror. I just want to do something about watch. Watch is scary. I love. Yeah, going, going, gone. Yeah, that's really good. Anna, expert work today. Jamie, expert story. Andrew, expert work today. Jamie and Maricela, thank you so much for writing in. Yes. Um, our and honestly, thank. We're going to dedicate this episode to all the babies who've listened to this podcast as their parents played it, and they don't know what it is. This is big time. Thanks to the unwitting baby listeners who did not choose this. I will say, shout out, shout out to my friend Katie, who I saw last week, who was saying um, that she listens to the podcast all the time, and she is having a baby. She already has a baby. Uh, and this podcast, I know, has been playing in that household very often. So, two Great. babies who are both. Um, uh, existing and those who are in the oven, uh, we salute you. <laughs> oh, get them out. <laughs> oh my God. Katie's babies. This is for you. <laughs> um, and everybody else get, get out. out forever. Dog. This has been a forever dog production. Scary stories to tell on the pod is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Chris Ryan. Cover art by Bats Langley. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news.